0: Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your host Jeremy and Mr. Probs.
1: Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry.
0: But it can also feel like...
1: Ah! I'm a worship leader. And
0: I'm a production guy.
1: And these are our problems.
0: Welcome to episode 59 of the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to encourage, equip, and entertain worship and tech leaders all over the world sponsored by planning center online what's up big there? tasty <laughs> scott and look Long who's in here. the hissy pastor scott hey i'm just here to see the cute little squirrel <laughs> <laughs> every time dude I, I look scott i just guess who's back years back.
1: <laughs> what's up my brothers oh, nothing man. man it is christmas Oh, yeah. all over the world, <laughs> all over the world. Please,
0: <laughs> please don't remind me.
1: <laughs> Isn't it crazy, man? Like, you know, like
2: growing up, uh, you know, my kids have always grown up in a pastor's house because I've been a pastor as long as they've been alive. And they're like, they're like, why are you, why, why are you such a grumpy? Why don't you hate Christmas? I'm like, I don't want hate Christmas. It's just,
1: it's a lot. It's a it lot. It is a lot. Oh, it is a lot. Yeah. But and then you free- look at, and you look at other people's schedules sometimes and I'm like, I'll take mine. I'll take my yeah. back.
2: yeah yeah and love the <laughs> love the day love the celebrations yeah, yeah. Um, but man there's a there's a lot on a, a lot of uh, worship and production and, mm. and pastors in and the whole thing oh my
0: what's interesting though is like for me like probably we will have more work we'll go into our Easter services that are going on our Christmas Eve and like right now we're we're in a lot of stuff for Christmas Eve like I was telling these guys I have been programming lighting for days like because we're trying to do like three services. So I can get a little time off and stuff in, in there, but like, there's something about the Christmas season where I dread it more than I' going to dread Easter. And like for us at Easter, we're going to like move the LED walls, we're going to change the lighting grid. Like it's going to be significantly more work, but like that doesn't stress me out nearly as much as Christmas does. So why why is that? I don't know. Do you I, feel that way too, Brian?
1: I do. I I've often said that I would do ten Easters if it, if it got me out of Christmas, and I don't I don't know why. I think you know easter brings this unbelievable drama just in the, in the story and it's not like christmas isn't dramatic cuz it is and without christmas there's no easter right um but i i don't know i don't people often ask like we've been making memes about kind of making fun of christmas worship a little bit just a little bit and uh <laughs> i i don't i don't know it it just kind of um it I don't know, it it kind of, uh, there are moments where, and not just in my church, but in other churches where it seems like people kind of flip a switch and Christmas becomes a little more about the tradition than it does Mm -hmm. like this vibrant, get after it in worship moment. And that's probably sounds very judgmental on my part. I don't mean that. Don't at me. But that's kind of been my perspective a little bit. Yeah, I would well, agree. Do you man. think there's That's... a part
0: of it too that like there's so much there's so much extracurricular going on with Christmas though that mm. doesn't attach yeah. itself to Easter? Christmas parties, shopping, getting the house ready for guests. You know oh, what man. I mean? Where you yep, don't seem yep, to have yep. that as much with Easter. Yeah, I think you said it right,
2: uh, Brian. Like it's, um, I think my like all, all one of the hardest sermons for me to preach will be on Christmas Eve because it's the same story you know, we got families in the room. So you're fighting the little kids. And I think a lot of people are just like, I'm just here. I'm here. I'm ticking the box. It's kind of cool. I want to light some candles, but there's not that life change. And and in this season, we've done a little Christmas series, like, and I've said several times, it's the real tendency is to leave Jesus in the manger, right? Like he's just going to be right here. It's not like, I think the hard thing, the difference for me between Christmas and Easter is that it is that more traditional I'm going to keep Jesus kind of at bay versus the Jesus of lifetime, life change mm, mm. and resurrection. But you can't, it's like you say, you can't have one without the other, but there seems to be a lot more uh, personal life change investment moving of the spirit of God. Mm. Um, I mean, when was the last time we were at a Christmas service and we were like, I was just weeping because the spirit of God was so thick, mm. man. And that's what I want. That's what I yeah, desire. What, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a different, it's a different deal, but man, thanks for everybody who's plowing through and not like, just like, well, let's get it done. But you know, like we say all the time, this is going to be somebody's first Christmas Eve at church yeah. or their first yeah. Sunday at church. And we're going to get to tell the story that, that really changes the world.
0: You said, when was the last time you remember being like overwhelmed by the spirit of God in a Christmas service? And honestly, it's when I was a kid and we would go to the 11 PM service hmm. And it would be literally a piano singing Christmas hymns and the candlelight. And so like the the church I grew up in, the sanctuary, like it was like your old school with a balcony and like the seats going up the stairs. And it would yeah. be just overflow, like looking around the room and seeing like twelve hundred candles. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like hair standing up on the back of your neck. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes wonder, do like,
1: do we just overcomplicate everything? Oh, 100 percent, man, because that candlelight, you know I mean? that candlelighting moment. I will say often that is just so pure. And there is almost always every year that moment where I'm like, you know, you this big exhale and this is what it's all about. But that's at like you know, in the evening on Christmas Eve, and I've just missed the whole month.
0: Well, Brian, before we go too far into the podcast, do you want to tell the good listeners of the Worship Leader Probs Nation a little bit about our sponsor, Planning Center Online?
1: Absolutely. You know, Planning Center, they are the base. They are the best. And how many times have you been sitting in a in a staff meeting and somebody Seven. somebody <laughs> somebody brings up a family and you're like, "Hey man, anybody seen these folks recently?" No, anybody seen these folks? What well, wouldn't it be great if somebody developed a system for that? Yeah, Planning Center did. It's called oh, the It's man. called the People app, and the Planning Center People app will help you make sure no one falls through the cracks by giving you a place to centralize everything you need to gain insight into the people of your church. Everybody has their own profile, which they can uh, manage with pictures and contact info, background checks, custom details. They can fill out online forms. Uh, as a staff member, you can work in uh, the workflow uh, side of that where. Hey, I followed up with these people. I visited this person in the hospital, so other staff member members can see what's going on. Um, custom reports uh, to find groups of of people, um, helping them connect to home groups or small groups or whatever you call them. Uh, and the, here's the deal: the People app complete completely free for every church, even if you don't have another Planning Center uh, subscription. Yeah, that's the kind of company we're talking about.
0: Oh, they're they're amazing. So here's what's super cool: like, let's say. You know, if you're using Planning Center, some of their apps for different areas. So like in our church, we use we use every app Planning Center makes. So we make it a big point. Whenever you're in your group setting, make sure you do your attendance. Because here's what happens. That meeting and staff, when you're when you're talking about, hey, whatever happened to uh, Jerry Newman, you can go into your app, look up Jerry Newman, and you can look at their activity. Well, he's checked in to volunteer for the last three weeks as an usher, so maybe we just missed him. Or you can say, oh, wow, well, they've been going to small group, but we haven't seen them check in as a volunteer. So I can call their small group leader and go, hey, what's going on with Jerry right now? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? Their daughter made an AAU basketball team, and so now they're traveling on the weekend. So it just makes it super easy for you to go in and kind of just kind of keep up with what's going on in the life of of your congregation. So it is debased. They are the best. Well, gentlemen. Do you want to get into our first little segment of the podcast that we like to call Prayer Concerns? Every week on the Worship Leader Props podcast, we take just a few moments, and we like to read the prayer concerns that you send in to us via our website. And so what prayer concerns are here on the podcast is that every single one of us have some sort of a connection card, a welcome card, or or some way that we uh, put in the seat backs in front of you to be able to to, uh, connect with new people coming in. And so many times we'll put on there, how can we be praying for you? But unfortunately, many people will use that space to tell you everything you're doing wrong in your church. And so we read those here on the podcast because we believe it helps the world feel just a bit smaller when you hear that somebody else is uh, taking it on the cheek for the lights being too bright or too much haze. Um, Because so many times, yeah, we can feel so alone in our churches. And so this is a way to let you know that you are not alone. So Big Tasty, what do we got this week?
1: Let's jump right in. Uh, Prayer concern number one. I get song suggestions a lot via our prayer concern cards. Someone wanted us to play uh, Francesca Battistelli's Free to Be Me, but instead just wrote, Ripe in my jeans. Not rip, ripe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause I got a little dent in my fender, a little ripe in my jeans. <laughs> I had a little bit too much Taco Bell. <laughs> I, like,
1: <laughs> is that a complaint?
2: Like, you don't <laughs> shouldn't have Rip in your jeans, but now we're singing about Rip's in our jeans. I'm just confused.
1: Come on, fam. Okay. Oh, I am. <laughs> Number two. My last church was finally stepping into lighting changes other than all on full daylight. I took the whole week to slightly increase the stage lighting and decrease the congregation lighting. As soon as he took the stage, the preacher, preacher called me out during the sermon and asked, "Get that light out of my eye."
0: Oh. oh. Scott, have you ever done that? You ever called <laughs> out the booth from stage?
2: No, I have not because because I've I've been in the booth, right? Like I know what the, I know what that's like. Um I have uh I have been called out from stage when I was uh, running in front of house <laughs> <laughs> we had some really strong That's conversations.
1: It's rough, uh, man. Uh, after so rough. that,
2: I mean, I missed a cue. I mean, granted, I I, I missed a yeah. cue, but... Uh, uh, the whole room knew about it when I missed it. So uh, being on that side, I'm like, no, nope, it's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> there are occasions where I'll have to say like, hey, can we bring house lights up a little bit? Um, you know, but I'm not like, are you guys, what, what's happening in the booth right now? Are we sleeping? What's going on? Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure you did that to me at experience.
2: <laughs> I don't, well, that was probably after you promised me that that the microphone would work or okay. you're not even. Let, a, me tell a, a this,
0: let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. So. So I've been producing the experience the conference the last couple of years. And so Scott calls me. Up and he's like, buddy, I'm speaking again this year. Every single year that I have spoke, we've had issues with either the microphone or RF or something along those lines. And I was like, bro, we got you. Two weeks later, buddy, I've always had issues. And I'm like, so I don't trust you, but I don't. Yeah, I finally, I literally say the words to Scott, dude. If I can't get your mic worth working, I am not worth a lick of salt as an audio guy. So we show. He brings his own microphone, and it's like it's a DPA mic, so like he's got the best of the best. We've got Axient Digital from Sure, like the best of the best. And so I'm like, we test it in rehearsal. Everything sounds great. We got them all EQ'd, sounding good, compressed, sounding good. He gets up there, <laughs> <laughs> like really. I, I, I was like, okay, I don't know what else to do at this point. So even after all my big talk, what do they say? Pride cometh before the fall.
2: Uh, yeah, it was like the yeah, worst time for the mic to go bad, too, because now I've got it. because I was heavy in a lot of scripture stuff and turning that with a
0: <laughs> thing, and I'm like, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> yep, yep. It was all good, man. Gen-G. <laughs> it's always the worst, though, when you like – my favorite is like, so like, I, you know, my new church, I mix on a Midas Pro X. It is the most complicated book console on the market. Like you talk to anybody and like sometimes something doesn't work and you like restart it and it fixes it. And they'll be like, well, how'd you fix it? And you know, I just really not sure. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> we right, yeah. restarted it and it came and they look at you like, well, that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> like,
2: we do was wrong. We don't know how we fixed it. We'll hope it doesn't yeah. <laughs> happen again. <So. laughs>
1: All right. Number three. Uh, we, we get this one often, but it's too dark during worship. We are supposed to be a light on a hill. <sighs> I'll fight that one all day long, man. Right? Well, that's part of, that, I mean, that's part of your philosophy,
0: right? You like it dark during worship.
2: It is because I feel like, uh, I, I feel like I want to do everything that I can, uh, for people to engage. That's a win for, it. I want them to engage with the father and you're more likely to engage if it's darker. Cause you, you're just, you're less inhibited, you know? And, uh. I think I think outside the gates of hell it's gonna say welcome to Super Walmart. Um and then when you go in, it's gonna be full on fluorescent lighting. That's that's one of my, one of my theories. Nice,
1: nice, nice, nice. All right, number four. I don't like the way your face looks when you sing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: You know, oh wow! I don't yeah. like the way your face looks when you don't sing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, don't, exactly. I just don't like the way Boom. your face looks. Like this Boom, is what roasted. it's come to. This is the bride. <laughs> this is the bride of Christ.
0: Yep, man. <laughs> Stay classy, bride. Exactly. <laughs> Stay oh my
1: classy, gosh. Bride. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is number five. The last one. Bottom of the pudding cup. One of the vocalists on the team is pregnant. A lady in the church came up to me one day to tell me how they could finally hear her sing, and that it must be the baby that is making her sing louder. Wow,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing because my experience as like an engineer is that my pregnant mamas they ain't got the breast support they right, used to. Right. <laughs> when you got six pounds five ounces of little baby Jesus in there, like <laughs> pressing on them lungs, man. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah.
0: Oh, I love prayer concerns. They make me happy. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you are not alone. I love the ones you yeah. can't read. You know. Oh, oh, yeah. oh God. <laughs> oh Lord.
0: Well, s- stay tuned, listeners, to to uh, next week, which will be our New Year's Eve episode. We are going to have an all prayer concerns episode that you can listen to and just sit back and just laugh as you are watching your football games.
1: Can you imagine you're you're in the gathering with your family? Things yep. things are getting a little tense. You just slip those. AirPods or those hair headphones in and you right. d- dial up a little prayer concerns. And those, those, they're those looking at you. You're smiling. Christmas.
0: Oh, yes. Yep. Well, hey, guys, if you'd like us to read your prayer concerns live here on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, all you have to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab. And there we have a little form you can fill out. We don't ask for your name, your church's name. It will be completely anonymous. And so we thank you, the Worship Leader Probs Nation, for sending in your prayer concerns. So what? Oh, you gave me one of these.
1: Oh, it's just like (laughs) (laughs) a little I dream. I
0: I love it. Well, guys, if you have never uh, listened to the Worship Leader Props podcast before, uh, we've got our good friend Scott Longyear on with us. And Scott is the senior pastor of Maryland Community Church in Terre Haute, Indiana, and uh, one of the fastest growing churches in America, as per Outreach Magazine. What, what? Hello. And so uh, we just want to take a little bit of time, and we, uh, you know, we 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 were doing for a while. We do our sliding in the DM section, and so uh, just kind of taking some time. We don't have an interview or anything today. Um, just kind of talking a little bit. We want to talk a little bit about like the highs of two thousand nineteen, some of the lows, maybe in your own churches, maybe in the church at large that you've seen, and then maybe uh, why don't we all go through and like share some of the things that we're uh, we're looking forward to for twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, who's going first?
2: Where do you want to, Where do you want to start? There is a lot of questions in there.
0: Well, I don't know.
2: Those everything. Look, look. You're the
0: senior pastor. You tell us.
2: All <laughs> right. Right. Direct us. <laughs> yeah. Most days I walk around going, who voted me in here? I don't know. <laughs> what what group of people lost their minds temporarily and said, sure, let that guy do it.
0: Well, if you're thinking that, imagine what the congregation said. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs>
2: Uh, you know, we're coming to the end of the year. So it's Christmas Eve, uh, right? Soon we're going to go into New Year's and thinking just kind of, a, I think it's always healthy to look back and then to look forward. And, um, I was thinking like kind of the church at large and like, what was the, <clears throat> what was the year like for the church at large? And I thought some of the negatives of, you know, some of the challenges that the church overall had, we watched, um, uh, Willow Creek and Bill Hobbles go through, uh, man, just crazy a crisis and management of, of all that. And, um, a lot of us just saddened in a lot of different ways by uh, uh, by that that uh, we had uh, James McDonald at, at Harvest and their navigating of you know just kind of kind of that mess and um, you know we saw uh, again suicide from from pastors some prominent uh, and um, those that people would know and some not you think of Jared Wilson and um, you know coming now to the end of the year it's like we're not a political podcast we don't want to be. Um, but it's interesting as you take note and think of highs and lows, as you look at the political stuff and impeachment and, you know, Christianity Today just came out saying, you know, Trump should be removed. And then Franklin Graham saying he should not. And it's just like, it's just really interesting of like all the stuff that's going on in, uh, in the kingdom and in the, the church, church overall, you know. Um, yeah. But I see some, um, I continue to see great, uh, great movement. You know, and I don't, I don't feel like, you know, and I don't, I don't have the Barna stats to back it up, but I don't feel like the church is stagnant at all. I think there are, for every negative story that you hear, there are, there are thousands and thousands of great stories that you'll never hear of the pastors who didn't have the affairs or who didn't this, or the churches who are still doing strong. And you're like, it's interesting to me now, somebody's like, Hey, have you heard of, uh, you know, ABC church? Well, they run like 15,000 and we're like, we've not heard of them. Um, But they're like killing it for the kingdom or this church of of, uh, 200 that's like doing just great, great kingdom work. And so there are so many of those stories that are that are out there. Uh, When I thought of a a high from last year overall in the churches, there could be, again, thousands of them. I thought it was interesting. I don't think we've talked about this, Um, but there was something coming into Easter. um, I think the Lord was like, I want a lot of I want a lot of my bride doing spontaneous baptisms. And I watched Mm -hmm. a lot of us, we did that. And um, I don't think that it was copied from anywhere else, but it was just interesting to me as we saw a lot of the news feeds coming in post Easter, people were like, yeah, we did spontaneous baptism. And and a great response from that. Now, listen, if you didn't do that, that doesn't mean that you missed the boat. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. just real interesting kingdom wise um, that there wasn't like, you know, the head of the church saying, here's what we need to do that, you know, besides Jesus. Um, right. But I think that's what, I think that's what happened. So I was like, wow, Lord, that's really cool to see, to see what you're doing, uh, doing in the middle of that. So I think it's been a, a time of highs and lows, but I'm super encouraged by uh, the church in our day and the ground that she continues to take and uh, the people who, who continue to, to see Jesus and know who he is.
1: Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm. I think one of the things that I have noticed this year that I've caught more than more is like on a, on a lower side is like brokenness within the bride when it comes to church leadership. Mm. And so many of my friends watching what they're struggling with in their own churches with. And I think sometimes when you really come down to like pride over, like it it always stems from a good heart to like help steward the church, you know, between maybe elders and pastors and things along those lines. But like, man's pride gets in the way and we stop like focusing on like the Lord and like, well, I got to fix this. I got to do this. And it's like almost every one of my friends is fighting that struggle, like health within the leadership of a, of a church. Um, whether it's relational health, spiritual health, like there just seems to be a brokenness that I'm seeing, um, all over when it comes to those dynamics in, in the church. And like, man, if we can't be unified at the top church level, like how in the world are we supposed to, to be unified and and like all of us going out and and reaching, reaching people. So I think that, that, that's really been a low for me this year. But then you say like, there are churches, like the church that I'm serving at now, like it's healthy. Like we get in the car last night after our Christmas uh, party and we're driving away and my wife's really quiet. And I'm like, what are you thinking right now? She's like, I just feel like, Somebody needs to pinch me because this doesn't feel real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Scott, hearing about what's going on at your church, you know, and and some of the the policies and procedures you have in place for health, and Jerry Newman, and talking to him, like you know what I mean? Like there are good things happening, but typically those aren't the churches you hear about, like you've talked about. And I wish there was a way for us to figure out as a high going into 2020, like how do we highlight more some of the churches that are Mm -hmm. doing things right so that maybe there's some concepts or maybe there's some things that's happening in those churches that others could learn from. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I love so much about Scotch church, Maryland community church, like, um, I mean, isn't it part of the requirements for an employee you come in, it's like the first X amount of minutes for your day, like you're soap journaling.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, we talk about, you know, time in the word, prayer and time in the word. And that's an expectation if you're on our staff, um, so I tell our staff, you come in, you know, shut your door for 30 minutes. Nobody bothers you. Um, and you, it's, it's you with you, with you and the Lord. So I think it's a pretty good deal. Like you get paid, uh, to do your quiet time with Jesus, but it's just, it's just that important because it's the base for everything. And as yeah. I've like, <clears throat> you know, you ask a lot of questions as you're, as you're in church, where, you know, what, why do some churches work and some churches don't? And what's to say? I think pride is a big thing that you hit on, um, Jeremy, but here's what I'm becoming more and more convinced of is that you can build, uh, uh in step with what the lord is doing um if if you will if you will lead an organization that takes two actions if you will love jesus deeply and love each other deeply
1: mm-hmm.
2: then i think you can i think i think you're ripe to change the city that you're in and that's not just um putting something on the wall that's like working every single thing like we will love jesus above anything else and we will love each other deeply and if you can really do that man i think i think sky's the limit and um, i've seen that happen over and over again and it, it is it's one of the hardest things to do because uh the pull of the enemy is to pull away from everything from that
1: wow amen amen so how about you tasty what's it uh, what's it been like for you looking back over this this past year man you know my i was as we were kind of talking before we hit record, my word kind of for this year was just survive <laughs> you know thats yeah. just survive you know uh, you know so often in in the church we we um uh, we we're great at adding we're we're amazing at adding we're always adding, but we don't often take away hmm. and yeah. and maybe that is you know evaluating a program or a emphasis or something that Kind of has run its course, you know, and it's it's time to take that away and those are hard conversations. those are tough conversations i I think I shared last week you know we a few years ago we made a decision to end our our choir ministry. I'm not anti choir, been doing choir my whole career um, but we made a decision that the sun had kind of set on that at in our local congregation and so you know that was a really hard process to walk through. Um, even just last week, like three years later, I got a brand new guy, uh, an older guy in one of our starting point classes, raise a hand. I want to start a choir. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, buddy, um, that's a long conversation. So we're not, we're not great at, at taking away. And so, you know, certainly love my church, love my, uh, pastor, love what, what God is doing there. But we, we're, we, we add a lot, you know, we've Mm -hmm. added campuses, we've added, uh, you know, lots of, uh, things that related to campuses and all that's involved. And, um, that, that's been a, just a real, frankly, a real challenge for me, workflow, workload wise, and our, our team, which has also not grown in step with the campuses. And so, you know, <laughs> Hey, that's, that's kind of the way it is. You have a limited number of resources and you, you do what you can. So, um, we we're, we're, we're great at adding. We're just not always great at, at taking away or ending. And so survival, man, has kind of been, uh, my, my word for this year. Now on the, the flip side of that, you know, you you see really cool things happening, uh, at campuses. You see, you know, people who are not church people don't know the Lord. You see them connecting with, Um, the mission of the church that is coming into their neighborhood and making an impact and, you know, step-by-step Jesus really becomes real and alive to them. And you see them, uh, you know, taking the step to follow him. And that is just unbelievable. We, we've had a real, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of the word, like our, 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 we, in our church, our, our high school students, and, uh, even middle school students have really started to step up and, um, you know, our student worship guy, Jared's doing a great job and has developed this, uh, like full music and production teams in middle school and students. And so we're seeing, wow. we're seeing our student team, uh, in, in a regular rotation, uh, come in and lead in our services and even, uh, start to serve along with our adults, which has been, um, uh, just really, really cool to see. Um, and, you know, it, it establishes that like uh, that filler feeder system, you know, for, for worship. And you you think, gosh, man, worship is in really good shape, you know, for years to come as we, you know, continue to disciple and, and work with, with our students. And so, um, yeah, that's been really cool. Um, you hear me talk some about this ministry my wife does called Strip Free. And it's a, uh, not something we ever planned to be involved in um, but god made it super clear that he was calling her to do that and so she and a team of women go into eight strip clubs in the city of indianapolis to minister to the women uh, to remind them that god loves them and uh, that they have other options you know and so Mm. god is uh is using that we had a christmas event uh last week where they were able to provide Christmas gifts for like 250 kids, um, and it was just an overwhelming uh, God appointment kind of day. You know, um, we're getting ready to announce uh, this next week. Uh, we had a, a donor come forward and buy her uh, a home so that it can be used as like a resource, like a ministry center for strip free for the ladies to come to, a safe place where they can belong and uh support groups and counseling and all of those things. And so I mean that would that would definitely be a, a, a high from from this last year and spilling over into into twenty twenty for us. I think you've done you've done a little more than surviving. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like you start, yeah. hundred percent
2: yeah, um, it's
1: it's been a great year in a lot of ways. What would Sounds you good. would
2: you give what, what advice would you give Brian to people who um because you have a, a ton on I and mean, you do such such good work in the middle of um I hope I hope people don't feel like the end of the well I just survive I'm still breathing you know my church is mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. you know not dead yet and so another year um, when there's a lot more that really goes on like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you give to somebody who <clears throat> you know a lot of our guys sit in um in a place where they they feel like they don't have a strong voice in leadership or, you know, you know what I mean? They're not the lead guy or whatever. Um, and they're just feeling like they need to survive. Any kind of advice that you would give to
1: them? Man, I, I think, um, you know, everything, we, we talk a lot about this on the podcast. Everything we do has to be an overflow. And, you know, like for our team, our word for 2020 is overflow you know, everything we do has to spill out of our our walk with the Lord. And, you know, I, I would say whatever you do in life, you're going to have a boss. And, um, you know, kind of being able to to be in step with that person who is over you and directing you um, in kind of a, you know, submission to Christ and submission to your church leadership. Um, that's That's so important. I think, you know, finding ways to connect with your leaders is something Scott has helped us with a lot. You know, your leaders, your leaders are dealing with many of the same struggles that you're dealing with. Um, Mm -hmm. That maybe some of them for the, some of them, their word is survive. How, how Mm -hmm. on earth are we going to do this? We're not meeting budget or, um, you know, attendance numbers. They're concerned about that, you know, finding ways to connect, you know, finding what speaks to them, um, take them to lunch. What is your, what is your, leadership enjoy find a way to to connect with them and then you know just finding ways to to step back and remind yourself um of why you're doing mm. you know this what you're doing you know just keeping that heart um man that is it's it is not rocket science but it you know so many of our guests say you know I, I always go back to Kim Walker-Smith when people ask her, "What do I have to do to be a vibrant worship leader?" Jesus, right? That's right. that's the, almost the answer that they all give. Jesus, <clears throat> maintain a vital walk with Jesus, and that, you know, fam, that that is that is where it's at. That is what it is all about. And um, if you're if you're a person who is is struggling, I, I would find a way, and it would maybe take some work. For some of you, that we got a lot of people who listen who are bivocational, you know. And you think my word is survive. I can only imagine what it's like to have multiple jobs and ministry on top of it, and families and spouses and all the things that you're doing. I, I find a find a way to to unplug for a few minutes every day. Um, find something that um, find a verse that you can hang on to. Pray that verse. You know, pray the word of God. Um, and just maintain that vital, thriving relationship with the Lord, man. That really, that I know that sounds like an over oversimplification, but that really is what it, what it boils down to. That'd be my That's word. Good. Well said, man. Well said.
0: Well, let's. What do you?
1: I'm a check out for the rest. Then <laughs> you guys. <handle> it. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. Let, let's talk a little bit, just real quick, before we before we end here. Um, what, what are some things you're looking forward to going into 2020? What What are some things that maybe you're seeing uh, happening? You know, one of the things that one of the trends I feel like I'm as I'm watching that I'm seeing, I think, um, I think the multi site thing is coming to a close. I think I think it's starting to slow down, but I think there's a change coming. I'm seeing instead of a multi site, a multi church plan starting to come where you kind of are developing a network of resources together, but there's like live preaching, live worship happening at the different, almost like there's a book. I think it's uh, I forget the guy's name. But I know Craig Groschow shows a part of it. It's called better together. i right. um, talking about like, what does it look like to do? I, I feel like that is more of the move that, that is happening. I think also too, you're going to see more churches moving to main campuses, not being quite so large and seeing more smaller campuses around the area. Uh, because you never know, you know, we don't, want to get into politics, but you never know what's going to happen with the government. But, you know, some things could change where it could be really hard to maintain a campus of 10,000, but maybe not so hard to maintain a campus of 500, mm. but having 10 of those campuses of 500 people, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. So those are some of the things I'm seeing. Um, I'm, I'm excited for 2020. Uh, I know there's some things in my own personal life. Um, I think my wife and I are going to write a book together next year. So we're going to start outlining that and, uh, hopefully try to get that done. That's part of, you know, it was really cool. What we do as a staff, uh, TC3 leading into the new year, we did a staff retreat and you had to kind of rate where you were spiritually, where you at in your family life? What are your highs and lows in life ministry and professionally? And then like, uh, any regrets you have for the year and then, going into all right what what are my top five goals next year when it comes to my spiritual life my professional life and my personal life and then we sat through and what was cool is when you kind of share that with the group now everybody it's opening the door of accountability so if somebody comes in and they go hey jeremy you know you said one of the big things the lord wants you to do this year is write that book have you started you know what i mean so um, so we got some cool stuff that i think we have on the plate that we're really looking forward to going into 2020 so what about you guys
2: you know, for me, uh, so church-wise, um, we're, uh, expansion is a big deal for us, uh, not to expand our brand, but to expand uh, Jesus. And so mm-hmm. uh, we've, um, we were, we we're on the multi-campus model, two campuses now, going, um, I thought we'd identified a third um uh, we were headed that way. And the Lord's like, nope. And so we stopped and, and prayed even more. And all of our leadership said, after praying for a month, was like, um, it's, a, it's a yes, but not now. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a temperament of that, you know, cause I'm like, let's go, let's take this thing. And the Lord's like, you don't want to do this without me, do you? Mm-hmm. And so that's happened two or three times. We've had some, um, uh, we've had, uh, I think two churches, uh, that have said, Hey, here, you can have our building, you can do this. And it just wasn't right. Um, and the timing wasn't right. So we're, uh, we we want to be in step with the Lord on that, um, And so he continues to tell us, like it's coming. I just need you to get ready Um, Mm -hmm. because the the multi campus models is uh, becomes complex from what I understand as you go more and more. Um, But we're uh, we're putting a lot of efforts into online. Uh, right now. So we're getting ready. I think in in 2020 is going to be a time when we, when we blow up our online uh, engagement and we're kind of fighting right now between, do we call it an online campus or do we call it an online experience? Cause it's like, can you really go to church fully online? And is that really a biblical church and the semantics of that? So we're kind of working through all of that. Interestingly enough, uh, Jeremy, you're talking, I was reminded this week, um, uh, a pastor named Mark Clark, who's a village church up in, uh, Canada, I think he's in uh, the uh, Vancouver area Mm, mm. and has done, I need to dig in this a little bit deeper. And this is, this may be factual. It's just what I've heard. uh, But I believe that Mark and the team are doing, uh, are doing satellite campuses. And as they're doing them, they're, they are broadcasting everything. So they will uh, go into a movie theater in another city, rent that movie theater out. And it's live, it's, it's uh, video preaching, but it's also video worship. Mm. And I'm like, no, that doesn't work. Uh, the problem is, is that evidently it's working. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it's a big paradigm shift of, of like. I'm really interested to, to see it. Hopefully, we can make a trip up this year and and check some of their their stuff out. But you think about like you can't engage. You can't you can't engage like that. You can't engage like that. What for the? What about for the person who has never been to church and has never engaged in worship with a live band? Is it really? out of the ordinary for them to do that. And can they connect with the Lord and Mm -hmm. worship the Lord like that? And so it it just like, I think there's, I always want to ask like, what's the next, what's the next instead of satellite campuses, what is it? What's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. And you don't want to get up on that train, but I do wonder what is it that we haven't thought about before? Um, You know, nobody thought about satellite campuses and then we thought about video teaching and fell into that. No, like what's the Lord, what are you doing next with the te- technology and all that? So we're big on, on expansion in the middle of that personally. I feel like the Lord's doing an interesting work um, in me. You know, I don't roll out of bed and like, man, I cannot wait to spend an hour with Jesus this morning and just him and me. And um, I mean, I, I, I desire that, but I'm not like I wouldn't characterize myself as a uh a strong intercessor prayer warrior kind of thing but Mm -hmm. I have just I was way on my study break and I felt like the Lord just saying again prayer, prayer, prayer you know not like you need to pray more dummy but like I'm inviting you to pray I want you to lead your church in how to pray more and there's this kind of weird just like the Lord saying come on come on I want to spend some more time with you and so um, i 've made some adjustments in some of my morning schedule and i 've got a, a room in my house that i 'm just going to turn into a prayer room where i 'll go in and spend some time with him and my reading has been along on prayer and i 'm praying scripture and i 'm praying and it 's a new dynamic to me that is refreshing because in the past it would be like I know I need to pray more I feel guilty that i don 't but it 's the lord saying saying come on that 's really going to be your your base is really going to come from the secret place and so um, that 's going to be a fight to do that um, and um, so I just kind of I just kind of I feel that. So I think those are the, those are the two as I'm going into next year I'm like I think we're going to the, the kingdom's going to continue to expand through uh through our church but the Lord's like I, I want you I want you even deeper a deeper connection mm-hmm. to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's good. Man, this is all good. I I would echo all of that. Um as well as just for our little corner of the world here with the worship leader probs stuff. I mean, we got some cool stuff coming guys Mm. with the podcast we got some good guests coming and some tweaks to that and um, some other stuff that we'll be rolling out here pretty highly secretive but (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly and you know we're stoked many of you were a part of the uh, free church av uh, giveaway this is our friends at five words media giving away an audio video lighting system uh, up, valued up to $200,000, all right? They're going to announce that on January 17th. They're going to announce the winner. And that, uh, man, you talk about what goes to the heart of what we're trying to be about. That's just to help to, you know, encourage, equip, entertain. Um, that's been a really, really great thing to be a part of, honored to partner with them. And, you know, who knows what that could roll into. We told you last week, Jinji uh, and I are doing a little mancation, uh, to the planning center, uh, headquarters in February. So, um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, you know, we talked some about experience conference. We're all a part of that and, um, that's going to be a cool thing for 2020. So yeah, I'm, I'm stoked y'all. Good awesome. things ahead.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 59 of the Worship Leader Problems podcast. Do us a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, would you just click uh, subscribe and then also go, whether it's iTunes, Spotify. Uh, tune in radio uh, the google play store wherever you listen to this and just give us a quick review it helps with the algorithms that allow us to be found quickly and then also go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com click on the online store and you can pick up all your officially licensed worship leader probs gear on. so guys thank you so much and uh, you will hear from us again in um, in the beginning of 2020 and we have some big-time artists coming your way. So, hey, thanks again for listening to episode 59 of the Worship Leader Pros podcast, and until next time, see
1: ya! Deuces! deuces. Arriva
0: Bye!